Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you a woman who can help you with your life lessons about a very important part of life, such as relationships, business, self-fulfillment, or even self-esteem. Now, if you listen to these conversations, you know I've been interviewing these amazing leading women since 2007. Now, I chose 19 of the very best experts to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life, which is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and bookstores everywhere. If you haven't bought yours yet, or if you know a woman who needs a push to accept her leadership roles and making her life the very best ever, this book could change her life. This week, I'm very, very pleased to introduce you to another outstanding woman who's, who is an amazing leader and a role model for women whose goal is to change the world. Her name is Tara Renee. Nineteen years ago, Tara founded the African American Women in Cinema organization so she could support the vibrant works of women filmmakers. Tara studied filmmaking at Tisch School of, of the Arts at NYU directing at the School of Visual Arts, and interned at Universal Pictures. She's also produced several independent films, including Island Alicia, which was an official selection of the Cannes Film Festival in UN Certain Regard category. Tara also judged many prestigious filmmaking awards, such as the Emmys, and accumulated her own impressive award list since founding the AAWIC. She was, in 2011, the NAACP Women of the Year, 2012, Living Legends for New York Greater Chamber of Commerce, 2013, Keeping the Dream Award for the Jumpstart Youth Group, to name just a few. She also serves as the exec- on the executive board of of UNESCO, NYC chapter, and the Board of African Women of Good Governance. I am very pleased and honored to have Tara Renee to be a a guest on Conversations Smart, Amazing Women. Thank you, Tara, for being with me. Let's talk about filmmaking. Well, Tara, once again, thank you for being with me. Um, As I said, Kristen Andrus, she's a great friend and Mm -hmm. Connecting women and supporting women, uh, mm. that's what we do. That's what we all should be doing. So welcome mm. to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women, and I know you're one of them. Oh, well, thank you. So happy to be here and uh, to be with you, Nancy. And kudos to you, and we certainly admire you in all that you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's a, it's going to take us all, as I said, <laughs> until women actually start supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not going to get ahead. So That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm um I'm I think uh, I think we're sisters already, so let's um, <laughs> let's just Absolutely. talk about you because this isn't about me. This is about you for this, mm-hmm. this morning. And oh. you know, one of the things that I always do is mm-hmm. uh, well, first of all, I've done an introduction about you, and so so we've heard about some amazing things that you've been doing. But mm. I think the personal story is the most mm. important thing. Mm-hmm. Our story, mm-hmm. you know, you're a filmmaker, so you know the mm-hmm. story is mm-hmm. the most important piece. Is how is this story going to affect uh, the mm-hmm. viewer? How is it going to change their life, or, or, mm-hmm. or something that you're trying to change with this film or your mm-hmm. story? But What's mm-hmm. your story? How did you get to be a filmmaker and, and become so involved in helping 
women, uh, African-American women become mm-hmm. filmmakers? How did that happen? Well, you know, it's so interesting. I, I really have to start kind of from uh, way back, uh, which won't take too much time, but just so that it's a clear uh, foundation. I um, I studied veterinary medicine in high school, a specialized high school that really dealt with agriculture. And then I moved on to uh, college. Uh, again, so young, didn't under, did not really uh, have a clear vision as to what I wanted to do uh, in life. And I studied business tourism in college. And then the day before I graduated, I got hit by what they call in the industry the entertainment bug. And uh, I really didn't know specifically what I wanted to do in entertainment, but it was so strong that I couldn't shake it. So what I did was I uh, went to a trade school and that focused on modeling and acting, and there I met my first agent, if you will, and they started booking me uh, right away. Uh, I did some extra work on Rocky Five, but you'll never see me because I'm in some montage shot. Uh-huh. And then um, been from there, Law and Order and some other shows. But I got the call that changed my whole uh, course of uh, direction. It was a uh, casting director at the time. She was very hot. And she called me up and she said, Tara, Warner Brothers is shooting a motion picture in Manhattan and looking for a tall African-American uh, woman uh, who's not a side zero for an under five role. And so uh, I got very excited and went down to the audition site and opened the door and was floored to see about a 1,000 women who fit the bill. And I was just shocked uh, because I really didn't know, you know, the level of lack of opportunities and especially for, you know, a role such as minimal as this because a lot of times a lot of these roles don't even make it into the film. So. I said, you know, so right then and there, I had an epiphany. The advocacy rose up in me. I said, oh, I have to create jobs, you know, for women. And immediately I started writing a screenplay, and I told my friends my experience. They said, well, Tara, why don't you apply for a grant and uh, to help, you know, realize your, your, your passion, your dream, your desire. And I said, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to put that much time in it with a chance that I won't get it. And they said, oh, you should really try. So I went ahead and tried. And one day I came home, opened my mailbox, saw this unique uh, envelope, and I opened it up. said, congratulations, you got the grant. I was shocked. And uh, <laughs> and so they had they set it up where it was an awards luncheon. You would go down and pick up your check and, you know, they congratulate you. So when I got there, it was a young lady who wanted to uh, meet with me. She wanted to be my publicist. I said, wow, I'm just getting started. You know, it's, yeah. you know, uh, what are we going to talk about? So subsequently, um, when we met, she said, you know, uh, we went back and forth and out of that was supposed to be a one-time event, and I said, you know what, I'll call it African-American Woman in Cinema, Uh and basically we were going to talk about the stages of producing a film. Uh So now while that was going on, the planning process, I decided to take a course at NYU, and then from there I took a couple of courses at School of Visual Arts, and I met a young Vietnamese uh, gentleman 
he used to smile at me every time I went to class. And so one one day I pulled it to the side. I said, why are you, why are you smiling at me? And he said, um, well, do you want to get into, you want to break into this business? And I started laughing, you know. Yeah. He said, listen, I have, um, I have some friends who are shooting their shorts for school and, you know, let's, I can take you around. So, and that he did. And uh, Nancy, it was an amazing experience to just going from uh, set to set, you know, looking at the process. These young students, young people were shooting. And there I was, you know, learning, meeting people. Um, I did everything from washing dishes to <laughs> assisting with contracts. And, uh, and then I was really pleasantly surprised when, once their films were done, we went to the screening, and there I saw my name on the big screen for the first yeah. time. It's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, um, but the climax of this experience uh, with this young Vietnamese guy, he called me up one day, and this was the day before we launched African American Woman in Cinema, uh, the event. And he says, um, Tara, a, a friend of mine, uh, received money for his feature film, all of it, and we need your help to produce it. I was just like, wow, that's really good. And yeah. so I, I met with him, and he was Japanese and spoke very little English, and then when he gave me the script, I was really shocked that it was 150-page type in English, and it was, just, yeah. it was incredible. You know, and here, you know, sitting in front of these two very talented young men, very excited, you know, uh, to have the opportunity. The only woman, Nancy, on the uh, producing team. <laughs> yes, yes, I, yes, I understand. <laughs> so we went ahead and and shot it, and um, and and it was a gr- great experience. Learned a lot, and so now, you know, so now they're off with the editing and so on and so forth. So now we're launching African American Woman in Cinema. And so the when we opened the door, and this is what really, really struck me, women from everywhere came flooding through the doors of that event. And that's when it struck me that this is my calling, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know that something like this was needed. Um, I didn't know how bad and that, you know, creating a haven, if you will, for women with this type of talent yeah. to come and express themselves and network with like-minded or those who have similar talents and come together to help one another. I had no idea there was a need yeah. for that. So on the heels of that uh, discovery, amazing discovery, I get a phone call from the director of the feature film telling me that the film was accepted to the Cannes Film Festival. Wow. And I was so blown away. <laughs> I was You're, like, you, you, you say, I'm a natural. I'm a natural. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. And so here we are. Well, that was my first time going to France. Not my first time in Europe. I've been to Brussels, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, that, that, uh, uh, in that part of the world. Very, and I had a good time there. But very, I wanted to go to France. And so it was such a wonderful and unique opportunity, and I was overwhelmed. I mean, walking the red carpet my first time on that level, it just blew me out the water. 
my first time seeing my name in a major uh, Hollywood industry magazine is just like, wow, you know, <laughs> this is, you know, so, um, but anyway, uh, getting back to African-American women in cinema, which have certainly been fulfilling for me, was that it just afforded me this whole life where I end up going to Africa several times, showing the film. I, I, I screened uh, Fox 12 Years a Slave. I was on CNN, ABC, in essence. I mean, these are the things that I could not have planned yeah. um, myself. Right. You know, and, and and so much more. Nancy uh, came out of it. We we mentored some young kids. Uh, prior to all of this, I end up doing an internship at Universal Pictures. I mean, it's just been a very interesting journey. You know, you said that was 19 years ago. I mean, that mm-hmm. was when you founded your uh, organization. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to just jump in here because uh, sure. I, it all sounds wonderful, but yet we. We also know there's a, there's a lot of issues, especially for mm-hmm. women in filmmaking. Um, I was at the Santa Barbara. I'm 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 located in in Montecito, Santa Barbara, California. So mm-hmm. uh, I attended the um, uh, Santa Barbara Film Festival, and mm-hmm. I went to a session where it was all women producers, directors, mm-hmm. and producers. These were you know again these were top producers and directors in filmmaking mm-hmm. and. And basically, it came out that 96% of most film and directors are men. Yeah. So it's a very, very small percentage of, of women, women of color, women of any. Yeah. I mean, there's no diversity. There's nothing but 4%. We're talking about mm-hmm. 4%, which is a very small number. Said that what we see visually on film is typically male-oriented and male-directed, where right. women are very much in a minority and and that of course really does uh, direct the the content and direct the the who's the hero or lack of heroine in movies uh so mm-hmm. that you know again that that it, you know we i think women in that audience we all walked away going wow we didn't even yeah. think that. But, I mean, again, I know what the market and the media does. It pushes and, and it pushes and prods women to be certain ways, and filmmaking is no different as far as how we are visually portrayed or not portrayed so that mm-hmm. women, uh, women of color, women of any anything, mm-hmm. any, anybody walks away feeling, you know, gee, where do I fit into all this? So Exactly. Uh, what, are your, what are your views about that? And, then, and of course, you know, I mean, uh, we, we do, I mean, Visually, film has such an impact on mm-hmm. the general public and, and those that are producing and those that are behind the scenes creating the topics and the and the information that are that people I mean, you know, and people believe anything. You know, they see right. they see anything they see they believe, you know, and they just like, Well, it must be true, it's on it's it's right there. Right. So what are your what are your thoughts about that? Because I you know I walked away just really just I was I was um, not no I was frustrated and I was angry mm-hmm. you know when I left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You brought up a very very valid, true, and realistic point. Uh, and you know this goes back to what I was saying about earlier about when I had opened up the door and saw these women vying for such a minimal role. It's you know it's it still is. I mean, I'm glad that this whole um, controversy broke out with uh, in regards to the Oscars because it really shed a lot of light 
yeah. as to what have been going on uh, behind the scenes. Now, back in 1996, People Magazine came out with a incredible article. It had a couple actors on the cover, well-known actors, and it really gave uh, a breakdown uh, at the time of what was going on uh, behind the scenes, how many women were in the unions, major unions, and the numbers were dismal, 0.06%. I mean, and it's a real, real fight because you have, uh, if I can say, not trying to come off in any negative way, but you have a group of people, these men, who've been producing and directing and living in their own world and sure. been successful and not really understanding or willing to open up, you know, to other people. Women, you know, women, like you said, all women. And saying, listen, you know, uh, there's power and diversity. We don't have all the answers. Uh, let us, here, here's this script. Here. It's not like that. It's so competitive. Yeah, and yeah. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the times they don't see the need to include. Yeah, you know, and but things are changing slowly but surely. Uh, yeah. Like you know, you know, with the controversies and also with technology. Yeah, technology yeah. plays is playing a very vital role as well. Well, and again, with, with awareness mm-hmm. too. I mean, I, mm-hmm. again, I I think you know uh, just. I mean, let's face it. Most people walk around and believe everything is okie dokie, you know. Right. Until, you know, everything's fine in my world, you know, until until again someone addresses the issues and and things are changing. I do believe definitely things are changing. That mm-hmm. that we are going to see more and more women because you know my background's women's leadership and and of course, you know we we are seeing more and more women taking the helm and you know I I don't you know I don't. You know, I know politics. Let's not even go there. But, but still, we, we are one, we are seventy fifth in the world when it comes to women's leaders. Uh, mm. We have never had anyone pass, of course, the Secretary of State. But, you know, I was in India and I've been in other countries, and mm-hmm. women have been in leadership roles in these countries. In India, for example, in Gandhi over thirty years ago, ran wow. the country. I mean, so if we stop and we think about it, mm-hmm. America is is really really far behind as far as women leaders in mm-hmm. as far as grooming them, growing them, you right. know, supporting them and, mm-hmm. and I think I think women like you and myself until we really start uh, you know, talking about that and saying, mm-hmm. you know, wait a minute, we we're not the greatest country in the world when it comes to women's leaders and, and, and until we really start supporting one another and role yeah. modeling those those positions for, for women, young women uh, we're we're going to tend to be uh, in, in tend to tend to be seventy fifth in the world still. So mm, you know, I'm, that's a good I'm, step. I'm mm-hmm. excited about someone like you who is in uh, filmmaking, who who understands that again. It's it's the material, it's the stories that we tell mm-hmm. and teach people about what we hope they need to learn and to understand. So mm-hmm. I mean. That's that's the that's the neat thing about what you all do as film as far as filmmaking is concerned. Mm-hmm. You know what what are some of the issues that 
you know, mm-hmm. you feel are most important, especially for uh, African American women, as far as not only filmmaking but what mm-hmm. we can we can all do to help. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things is access, access to resources. What we tried to do with what we could, you know, is try to provide a platform and invite those who will be willing to come and will be of assistance to these women to help, you know, further uh, their career and also sitting down with folks uh, who will be willing to partner with us as an organization and assist us with uh, resources. And, of course, we would always, um, you know, we would sit down, certainly try to make it a win-win situation. But it's the resources, Nancy, you know, and, and that's what, has been such an uneven uh, playing field, if you will, Um, you know, trying to move forward. You know, you can have the best product in the world, but if no one knows about it and there's no support for it, it's never realized. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a problem. But, Mm -hmm. again, it's so important to have people such as yourself that have a voice and are willing to Mm -hmm. use it to make the difference. and. And then that's not always the easy thing to do either, to, to find the people that continue to use their voice for that change. So mm-hmm. I, applaud, mm-hmm. I applaud your efforts and, and applaud what you're doing. Uh, where do you think things are at, though, at this point? You know, it's a, it's a struggle, but it's going. We're moving forward. Um, we uh, have actually, uh, because of the controversy, that actually helped us a little bit. Uh, that went on in the industry, we well, were able to do... Why don't we describe the the, com- the controversy? Because I, I know sure. what you're talking about, but not, maybe not everyone does know what that is. Oh, okay, no problem. So for the second year in a row uh, this year, the Oscars uh, had nominated... Well, the nominate, uh, nominees were pretty much in all the major categories were uh, non-diversified. Yeah, and um, so that really uh, sparked an outrage because of the level of uh, diversity that exists in our country. Yeah, and it was a feeling against many folks of resentment and alienation, and the numbers start coming out came to the forefront that you know the academy uh, had approximately seven thousand members. 94% 94% of them were male, uh, who were of Caucasian, and these were the folks who were responsible for voting. And then you yeah. had some major films uh, that were diverse that did very well uh, at the box office and fell in the guidelines to at least be considered for uh, a nomination and was not. So yeah. that was that was the controversy. And so... Um, it shed light on the need uh, of of inclusion, and uh, as a result, uh, the academy really start boosting up their efforts to uh, at least start going down that path of being more diverse. And it sparked a lot of organizations within the industry to take a look at their roster and their and their infrastructure and to see if they, you know, came up short or if they are reflecting diversity as well. And as a result, we were able to uh, 
have some real good partnerships with our film festival that recently passed in March, partner with a couple of organizations that wanted more diverse uh, diversity. And so we created a webisode competition, which went very well. Um, with, uh, and so webisodes are uh, and somewhat easier to create than the actual film. What now with the t- new technology, you can do a whole lot, but a lot of people create things on their phones now and able to edit. So with that partnership, we were able to feature these type of works online and have uh, a community worldwide to vote and participate and be interactive. So, you know, uh, these are some of the ways that I've noticed we were able to start, you know, really moving this forward and having a win-win situation. Good, good. Well, you know, like I said, I, I, you hope something positive comes out of something negative, and, and uh, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's, that's, that's really great. But uh, so, so are you finding more women, uh, African-American women, coming into filmmaking and, and women mm-hmm. in general? Because I think that 96%. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely is a is a number that needs to change because until mm-hmm. the numbers the the numbers do start to uh, you know me- the measure I mean start to really indicate the who's actually being becoming the filmmakers mm-hmm. who are the filmmakers the storyline and the the information that we see and the the thing the stories we see on film will definitely have a lot that will be impacted by that and then, mm-hmm. you know we, we we need more more heroines up there and and more girls uh, you know girls look at mm-hmm. I mean, we watch everything i mean let's face it everything we see is like i i want to be like that I, I mean having a good i mean my life would not be what it is today if if i hadn't had good role models and good mentors mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I had strong women in my life, and I was very blessed to have that, but not everybody has that, and so mm-hmm. it's always about finding those people to inspire us you know to give us that, right that hope right well, you know for a long time, women were just not getting the jobs to direct where they can call the shots, and then when the film was able to get made, like say, you know, you had a, a woman to produce and direct the film independently outside the Hollywood system, then it would be a very big issue for them to get distribution because we weren't, you know, women were really in those seats to greenlight the films. So it was these type of battles which caused lack of opportunity, if you will. Right. And so by the technology, uh, like YouTube of that nature, it really, you know, you can you can put a film together, put it on YouTube, and, you know, have your friends and family watch it to drive that traffic up. Now, you, if you get a certain amount of viewers, it cannot be ignored. Right. So that's, you know, one of the ways that it kind of forced this lack, if you will, to a certain degree. And I think it's going to increase in, in the filmmaking and creating opportunities for women. Like I said, for African-American women, it's very, very difficult because of the lack of resources that's made available and access. And then we also included Latina, Asian, Native American as well because we recognize, you know, the opportunities for them was even slimmer than what we had. 
again, I believe that this whole technology that we have experienced now is playing a vital role into the expansion and creating certainly awareness. Because when I got started, I made a short film. Forget about it. I mean, I had my film in a film festival. I had a great crowd at my film screening, but there was no distributors knocking on my door, Yeah, you know. And so uh, it, it was just that type of thing because of the folks who ran these ran in these positions of power, they were just living in a different world, and they really didn't see, you know, the need to include. Right. I I, lo- I love the term inclusiveness. Um, mm-hmm. I, do you, I don't know if you know Sheila Robinson. Well, it's Dr. Sheila Robinson now. She. Uh, she is the founder of Diversity Magazine, and uh, yeah. the term that was used at the conference, which, again, I'll, I'll be attending in, in uh, October, uh, was the term inclusiveness was used over and over mm-hmm. again. And mm-hmm. I went back, and that became my mantra, mantra you know, inclusive. Mm. I, I love that word. I just love mm-hmm. it. I love that mm. word, so. Um, mm. Well, mm-hmm. no, I, I, I love, I mean, I really, I think you're absolutely right. We There's there's things that are going on there that <laughs> the the 96% have no control over, and which, mm-hmm. is, which is probably a good thing, and that <laughs> as long as there are organizations like yours who are being inclusive and, and finding and helping uh, uh, filmmakers, women filmmakers, to, 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 to have those resources necessary to be, uh, to get their stories out there, I think I think things are going to continue to change, and and I have a feeling between you and me and the rest of the women like us, we're not going to we're not going to put up with it for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you know that's so funny you said that because before the Oscars, I you know I had this uh, idea. I said, you know. I really want to, and not that it didn't exist before, because there there was, but I came up with um, an award ceremony, Nancy, uh-huh. called it uh, Women of Excellence Salute Awards, uh-huh. and I, you know, was running around trying to get it off the ground, and uh, finally, uh, Morgan Stanley heard me, yeah. and they just thought it was a good idea. They said, okay, well, we'll host it. And this was an award where I wanted to honor all women from all walks of life, from different backgrounds and various industries, because I just felt that, you know, we worked so hard. I don't know whether it was because it was expected of us to be home, raise the kids, do all the domestic stuff, and I don't know. I don't know. But we worked so hard, and we don't get – uh, appreciated as much. Right. I don't think. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm, anyway. So we we uh, we launched it last year, and it was so funny. Uh, my friends laughed at me because we had all men present to the women, and <laughs> we had a man host. They said, "Yes, that's right, Tara. Make the men do the work." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Good. Good. <laughs> but rec- you know, and that's that's yeah. you're absolutely correct. Women, for one thing, don't toot their horn. Yeah. They don't talk about their accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And to have people, uh, again, to receive awards and to and recognition is key because women are not going to do it for themselves. 
They're going to have to have somebody else recognize and show that appreciation, which, again, Mm -hmm. lends itself to other women going, geez, I can do that, too, or wow, that would be be exciting, or wow, I'd really like to talk to her and see if I can figure out how to do that myself. So I think mm. I think the awards and the rec- recognition are, are key. I absolutely do because women are not going to toot their horns. <clears throat> They're not going to talk about their por- you know. Here's my portfolio. I mean, you know, man, right. You'll know everything about him from how much he makes to his golf score. I mean, his handicap to <laughs> you know where he went to school, how many children he has, you know, what's his favorite sport. A woman you can you can talk to, and you walk you walk out she'll walk out the door, and you'll find out she's a Supreme Court judge later on. You know? <laughs> Well, how how can we help you? I guess that's the key. How can we help you to be successful and and do what you need to do? I think that's important. What do we need to know to help you with your uh, advocacy and your uh, your mission and your passion to help uh, African American filmmakers? Oh, that's wonderful. Well, for starters, um, we have uh, we're doing the award ceremony again, which I'm very proud of, taking place October 13th. And we're going to be honoring some very high-level women, Carol Shine, who's the co-founder of Black House Foundation, which is unique because she is um, uh, not black, but she saw the need and passion, decided to do that. We have Josie from CBS. So we're looking for folks to partner with us uh, on this program and looking for support um, in terms of advertising and things of that nature. And we would love, Nancy, to have you on board as, you know, certainly one of our uh, media supporters or supporters, and we could talk about that. Sure. And then, of course, we are open to what we can do, you know, for you, your organizations, your uh, listeners, because uh, that's what it's all about. And like you said earlier, I wholeheartedly agree. It's going to take all of us collectively coming together yeah. and uh, helping one another to really, really uh, make that uh, humongous impact that's needed. Yeah. Well, Women Connect for Good Foundation is really the backbone of everything that, that we do. It's just women supporting other women and helping them to achieve their dreams and their goals. And, mm-hmm. and of course, the, the women's leadership is key to all that. It's that, mm-hmm. you know, until women use their voice uh, for good and, and to change the world, yes. we really... You know, I mean, women don't don't get how how absolutely amazing and talented they are, and mm. using their voice, and they go, "Oh my gosh, she's amazing!" But uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, again, however we can, whatever we can do to help, that's that's what we do. So, um, again, you know, it's 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 exciting what you're doing, and and of course, storytellers are so well. I mean, if you look at the history of any country, our storytellers have always been the key to mm-hmm. you know, passing along those those important uh, that important information, those important secrets, that knowledge uh, that you know makes us strong. Uh, for any country, you have to have your storytellers. So yeah, that's where I, that's where I see you and what you're doing is so important for all of us. Is that we have to continue the good stories and mm-hmm. to let people know what's going on and really let them know what's going on. <laughs> right. That's the truth. That's the truth. Wow. Well, we have some information, Nancy, that I could send over uh, to you in regards to our upcoming program. Yep. And Absolutely. certainly 
you we know, can, would we love can, to. We can also put that on the website for others to take a look at. Wonderful. And, and see how we can be uh, helpful to your organization and, and of course, to to be inclusive. Yes. And to assist in that process. So um, I tell you what, why don't we chat after this recording? Okay. We'll talk for a few minutes, and, and I'll get some information, and you'll give me what I need, and we can go from there. But uh, uh, how about your website? What, uh, what, what Sure. Like that. How can they learn more about you and what you're doing? Right. So you can visit our website, which is www.aawic, that stands for African American Woman in Cinema, dot org, and there you will see uh, some of the past events that we have done. We just concluded our educational series, uh, which took place August 17th. And there you will know, you'll have our mission statement and, and you'll find out what we have coming up. And then you also uh, will be able to see some of the past festivals that we've uh, also um, executed. Mm-hmm. And if you know if you have any questions, you can uh, also send us an email at info at aawic.org. All right, Tara, I want to I want to congratulate you on what you're doing, what you will be doing, and how you're impacting you. impacting the filmmaking, uh, especially for African American women. But again, this inclusiveness is so important that women that 96% has to change, and there has to be more women in filmmaking to tell those stories that we so need to hear. But uh, I, I wish you only the best. I also know that you, you're very much about outreaching. You have Broads for Hope Coalition. Uh, yes. So I encourage people to go and look at your website and, and look at the things that you are doing uh, to help with resources for women and children. And so you're doing a lot more than you've talked about as far as the, the, the outreach that you're doing and the advocacy that you're doing. So I would, would encourage others to, to take a look at that as well. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. We appreciate you so much, Nancy, and all that you do. Thank you very much.